on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. So today we have a surprise, an amazing, amazing guest with us today, Dr. Irvin Harvey. And we're going to be talking about his new book, Pathway to Emotional Success, The Journey Begins. Dr. Irvin Harvey Sr. That's who we'll be talking about, talking to today. Hello, Dr. Harvey. Hello, Dr. Lisa. Dr. Harvey is a great friend of mine. He's actually my brother. Let's put it that yes. way. He's my brother. I've been knowing from probably 2004 to 2006, yes. somewhere in there, but um, has always been um, a great asset to me and helped me along the way, praying for me. Um, even today, me sitting here is a um, prophecy that was given through him for me. So thank you so much, Dr. Harvey, for being with us today uh, with the honor. Speak Life Now. Listeners, I know they all are excited about you I'm being excited. here today. <laughs> and I know you got a lot. To, y'all, I'm just telling you guys, y'all get ready, take some notes, um, because it's going to be amazing. Thank you. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Y'all, y'all want to make sure. Also, I think it's already in the um, chat to go ahead and Look up the book, Pathways to Emotional Success. You can get it from Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Just Amazon. Just Amazon right now. But when you purchase it, definitely go ahead and rate it, comment, and that's going to really help push this book forward because I read it again this week, and um, I had healing this week, and we'll talk about that, okay. what happened when I read it on, on Wednesday what happened to me. So we would go, want to go ahead and go get into this book. Anything you want to say before? Well, I want to say thank you for um, the privilege and opportunity and allow God to use you with this special task to um, influence the world. I'm, I'm very um, much obliged to be here. Today. Okay, great, great. So we're going, to get, we're going to get into some of the chapters of the book, and we're going to, um, I have a few quotes from the book. Okay. Um, I'm not going to share every chapter because they need to go ahead and buy right, the book. You, you know what book. I mean? So... <laughs> You, they're going to get some, some healing today, but the first thing I want to talk about, on page 2, chapter 1, you said most people, uh, the, the title of the chapter, Understanding Why We Have Emotions. Understanding Why We Have Emotions. Most people feel broke before they experience not having any money. Can you elaborate on that? <laughs> okay, because... Um you have to understand what you have emotions for. Emotions are given to you to, um, to help you to relate to things properly. And they have to be educated. And so broke is a feeling. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, well, say lack, okay? Or rather, let's say the word poverty. Mm-hmm. Poverty is a mindset which triggers the emotions. And so when pe- people don't know exactly what they're supposed to have, then they can't feel the way they're supposed to mm-hmm. feel. And so... The, that emotions you feel, uh, let, let's put it this way, um, I like to use this way, earn, spend, and borrow. Mm-hmm. That's the way the world has trained us, to mm-hmm. earn money, to spend it, then borrow, then repeat that cycle over again. And so that has come into our emotions, and so we can't really break that unless we get a new way of thinking mm-hmm. that this is not how God wants us to live. And so every time it comes to something that is meaningful, your emotions will pull back from it because mm-hmm. it's already been educated to earn, spend, and borrow. Mm. So how can we break that cycle? Well, breaking cycles is educating the emotions mm. because emotions are a, a servant, okay? And so you have to educate them. It's a student as well. So you have to educate that emotion 
um, even in all relationships. You know, I don't want to go too far, too fast mm -hmm. and everything, but they have to be educated in any area where you're not getting the best results in your life. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay, Dr. Harvey. So now, we're still in chapter one. Okay. Understanding why we have emotions. This kind of what you're just saying. The same mind equals the same results. It says in 3 John 3 and 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even to the same degree as your soul, will, emotions, understanding prospers. When we prosper in our understanding and our emotions, we will prosper and experience a newness in life. So that's right. pretty much what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Did you want to say any more about that? Uh, yeah, to the same degree of your thought life will be the same degree of your results life. Mm. And so you have an internal life and an external life. And so you have to basically know how to balance those two together. You know, when you study the ministry of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, what we thank him for this privilege and opportunity. Thank you, Lord. Is that, you know, he always talked about the, the way we think about it. He said, he said, behold, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is at hand. He said, repent, change the way you think. Get off this level, get on this level. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I'm from above, you're from beneath. We think, we think totally differently. And so he came to change how we view life from heaven's, you know, uh, point of view. So he did everything from base, from the mentality the level of his mentality, mm -hmm. his knowing or his knower. And so that's important because that's how he got those results. And a lot of things, a lot of times people say things, but their mind is not matching their mouth. Mm -hmm. And so we have to keep working on that to build that bridge. And that's how faith works. Right. You know, that's how it works. And I'm glad you said about we say a thing, mm -hmm. since we're on the Speak Life Now mm -hmm. podcast, and I'm constantly saying, you know, we got to change the way we say it. Mm -hmm. But in order to change the way we say a thing, we got to change the way we think. Yeah, I like to call it amen mentality. Mm. You know, because even Jesus, he said, your, 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 your mouth is close to me. He said, but your mind is far mm. away. He said, you're saying, you know what to say, but you, don't, you haven't trained your mind to think or to grasp or to embrace what you're saying. Because yes. that's where you mix faith right there. Right. That's how you mix faith. Oh, that's good. Mm. That's good. Okay, Dr. Harvey. Chapter 2. Repairing damaged emotions, oh which <laughs> this one right here, repairing damaged emotions. On page nine, you said, destiny must become an inner stirring in your thoughts, mm -hmm. a navigation for your focus, and full fuel for your feelings to keep us headed in the right direction. Right. Pretty much what you just said, okay. but if you want to talk a little bit more about that. Okay, Jesus said into the, um, the lepers, um, as they went, they was made whole. Mm. And so as you head in, in the right direction of your recovery or your restoration or um, to reclaim, as you head in that direction, each time you take a step, you, you're getting healthier mm. mentally. Mm. You're getting healthier emotionally. But sometimes people do things and they stop or they pause or they turn back the mm. other direction. Mm. But as they went, they was made whole. Right. And, you know, and you can't have a pity party, right. you know, keep saying, I still feel bad. You got to say, hey, you know, I know I have felt bad, but we're going to I'm going to be responsible for my feelings. I'm going to make sure my feelings now graduate to the decisions that I made in, in life. And so you have to respect the time that it takes for healing. You know, if you get a headache, you just don't take a pill and say, what happened? You know, nothing happened. It's, you know, you need mm -hmm. to uh, wait an hour or it says take as often as necessary on certain um, prescriptions and medication. So you got to know, I like to put it this way, you have to learn how to minister to yourself without waiting for someone else to minister mm -hmm. to you. So it's, just, it's got to be re responsible 
for your outcome. You have to be responsible. Right. And respect the time that it takes for that. Mm. And you said keep every time you take a step, mm -hmm. you've taken a step towards your healing. Closer. Just don't turn back. Yeah, just don't turn back. You're getting closer. And so you, you forgave somebody. Right. Say, hey, you know, the feelings, say, I, but I made my mind to forgive that person. Yes. I know they hurt me. They damaged yes. me um, severely, but I made my mind up to, to forgive them, not to meditate on what they did or tell other people what they did. I made my mind up to not to think about that, but say these words, I forgive them. I forgive them. And Peter said, how many times do we say it? Seven times? She said, 70 times seven. Mm -hmm. That's Keep saying it until the power of your decision ratifies your emotions. Say this is where we live emotionally. Right. Mm -hmm. And the other thing you just said there too, and I think it um, bears repeating: respect the time mm -hmm. for the healing. Right. Respect the recovery. The recovery time. Mm -hmm. Don't get frustrated with yourself, or even if you have forgiven someone, like you just used that example, and still you might still feel that hurt mm -hmm. when you see them, but know that you have made your mind up. Right. Even though you might still have the feelings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that don't mean you're not making progress. Right, exactly. Okay, okay. Exactly. Because, you know, Peter walked on water the second time. He was still afraid. He just didn't focus right. on the winds and the waves. But he knew about it, but he didn't focus on it. But he was still a little bit afraid. Right. And so you can, say, you can be afraid and still adjust yourself and, and go a little stronger and, and go a, um, to the next degree in life. Say, well, I know, you know, like on a plane, you know, you, you hit certain levels and you kind of, and the fear moves a little bit, then you hit another level, then the fear moves again. Mm -hmm. They say, you I'm comfortable. Right. And so, comfort is basically having um, security, a mental security, in the word that you trust. Wow. And your, and your emotions, they slow, they're going to catch up. They'll catch up. Yeah, they'll catch they'll up. Catch they're kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. They'll catch up. They'll catch Once up. you make your mind up, your emotions will catch mm -hmm. up. They'll catch that's up. very good. Mm -hmm. That's very good. Okay. Alrighty, in um, chapter three, receiving emotional healing, mm -hmm. you talked about um, the decisions. So you said, despite how bad you feel, mm -hmm. always make good decisions until your feelings line up with your decisions. Right. It's amazing how everything is yeah. just coming together here. <laughs> it's like I wrote it, right? <laughs> it's all coming together here. So decisions remind remind you of three things: gears in a car's transmission. You mm -hmm. want to talk more about that? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah, because um, gears in 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 the car's transmission, you have to shift the gears. Right. You know, and so you know whether you got you know clutch or you just got automatic. You know, you understand what do I need to shift in order to get to this level going down? If I'm in reverse, I do I need to back up? Do I need to go forward? Do I need to be in neutral? Do I put the um, parking brakes on? All those things to that degree, and so you have to work. You have to navigate with your emotions. You got to understand. You know, it mm -hmm. takes the ear, it takes the eyes. These are your gears, mm -hmm. your ears, your eyes, your mouth, and your imagination. Yes. And like, you also, like I say your imagination is the clutch. <laughs> the clutch. <laughs> yeah. It's the clutch. And you yeah. even mentioned about the motor oil. Mm -hmm. It said it responds to the inner tension frictions in your life mm -hmm. and determines the velocity. The velocity. The velocity. Yeah. yeah. I remember you said something to me about the velocity mm -hmm. before. And determines the life's duration, duration of your existence. Mm -hmm. So how it all works together. That's mm -hmm. very good. Remember, you guys, this is Pathways to Emotional Success. Go ahead and order you a copy. And the copies are like $10, yes. Dr. Hall. I mean, really. I mean, it's a great resource. You got to have this along with the Bible. And order maybe five. Order like five copies. Go ahead and share it and give it to somebody else because you already know you need to be healed. And then you also know there's four other people in your life, at least, right. that need to be healed. So go ahead and get it. Make sure you um, share a copy with someone else. 
who knows who how it's going to help them. So, okay, pathways to emotional success, chapter three, receiving emotional healing, and we're going to talk about this one. You mentioned it already. Walking in forgiveness is one of the keys to emotional freedom, mm-hmm. which which is keeping your emotions in dominion. So we want to talk about how unforgiveness is taking dominance over your emotions. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about yeah. that? Well, um, let's put it this way. Uh, I like to bring it back to, always bring everything back to Jesus. The word forgiveness had to be pronounced mm-hmm. before Jesus offered up the ghost on, on Calvary's cross. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Now, so we're not going to look at what they knew what they do, but we're looking at the pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Forgive them in order for him to offer himself up. Mm-hmm. So forgiveness brings you from a level of not being controlled anymore to a level where you not being controlled anymore. Mm-hmm. And so forgiveness is not your power, it's your decision. Mm-hmm. The power comes from God, okay? The decision comes from you. And so as we do that, we find ourselves keep getting stronger and stronger in dominion and having a, okay, it doesn't take away my appetite. It doesn't make me cry. It doesn't keep me awake and I see. When you can't go to sleep, um, you, you, you want to become a hermit and you want to stay in the house, all these things. You don't have dominion in your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And that, that can come from not forgiving yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, unforgiveness with someone else. But once you forgive someone, boom, you turn into a brand new um, garden, a new flower. You begin to bloom. And you begin to attract other things in your life and begin to release a fragrance to the world. Mm-hmm. And so you, now you're walking in dominion because you have no change, no, no, no bondage, no shackles on you. Because forgiveness, some people think, say, well, I'm not going to forgive you until you forgive me. In other words, you say, I'm not going to get out of prison until you, until you forgive me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Forgiveness is the key. Wow. It's the key for you to go to higher heights and greater dimensions in God. And it frees your mind to be able to how can I say, to filtrate the, or to download the next step for destiny in your life. I know I said a whole lot, but, no, this is you know, good. This it's, is really, it's, it's really not, good. you know, people play with it, they shouldn't play with it. No, you know, the first so thing, good. he said, who you forgive, do it quickly. Mm. You know, do you do it quick, don't, don't wait on, because if you wait to forgive, then it's going to say, why should I, you, it's all the reasons come in to why not to forgive, you got to understand, if I don't forgive, I won't succeed. Mm. So it's like an accelerator, it's like a foot on the gas, it, it causes the favor of God to increase in life. Thank you, Lord. It causes the prayers to come um, to fruition quicker when you forgive. And people who don't forgive, they just don't get, take a long time for mm. favor and prayers to be answered. Wow. You know, it's forgiveness between you and God, not the other person. Mm. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> okay, that's, that's really good. And, um, and it goes right in line. What I'm about to ask you to share out of your book, and this is in chapter four. Mm-hmm. Don't let Satan Satan get the oh. advantage. And so when you were just saying you were mm-hmm. setting this up because you're not gonna want you don't want to let Satan get the right. like you said, you're not blooming, you're not prospering, all these things are not happening because you're holding on to unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. And you put it in the um, book here. You said, I recall one day I was asked to go to the hospital to pray for a young lady that was scheduled for heart surgery the next day. Mm-hmm. Before you prayed, you told the young lady to forgive her mom. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Okay, yes. I was just leaving my, my, my mom, talking with my mom. Matter of fact, that same day, um, Lord had me to minister to my mom from, you know, that smoking cell was 100 no more. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely I was on the way to the hospital. And that, that was many, many years ago. And um, 
And, and the Lord told me as I was going to the hospital to see this young lady mm. that she had unforgiveness in her heart for her mother. So you believe with your heart, but you got unforgiveness in your heart. So unforgiveness is blocking your faith. Mm. It's blocking you to forgive. And so when I got to the hospital, she was scheduled for surgery, open heart surgery that morning, the next morning. And I said, before I pray for you, you have to, the Lord told me, you know, you have to forgive. She said, how you know my mom? I said, the Lord told me. Mm -hmm. And so she forgave her mother, prayed for her. They canceled the surgery. She went home the next day. Come on. Yeah, she went home. Because it, this is your heart, you know, and, and your ear is connected to your heart. Even when you go back when we're talking about the velocity of mm -hmm. the oil. So every time you hear rich words, it's like taking that good babbling oil and pouring it in your ear. This is, how, this is the funnel. Mm -hmm. This is how it gets into your heart. Okay, whatever you put in your ear it goes into your heart. That's why you have, you know, the words are all in the E R E A R and you got H E A R T and things to that degree. It goes, it's the plan is right there. So it goes right into your ear, goes right into your heart. How faith come, faith come by hearing. That's right. Okay, so the level of the word that you hear determines the philosophy of the oil that you receive. Mm -hmm. The handles frictions and stuff like that in life to help you sh shift gears, you know, smoothly. And so I then began to speak in it. So, but basically, um, what you asked me is that, you know, she had to forgive mm -hmm. in order to believe. Right. Because unforgiveness blocked the heart. Because it's all in there. You got to detox. You got to get it out. Right. Way. And there's so many things that people can have if they just forgive people. I know it hurts, but you got to put it in a balance. Mm -hmm. You have to put it in the scale. Mm -hmm. Which one is the way you matter? What I believe in God for? To give God the glory and have a story and, be, and live a happy life or to hold on to something that it will never change if I keep doing it right. that way. You know? Right. And when she said, she made a decision. Mm -hmm. Like you said, but God has the power. And it doesn't mean she wasn't still hurting. Yes, that's right. So God what, respects yes. the decision. He meets you at a made-up mind, not, a, not the feelings. Right. If he don't meet you. Well, you still got still see the feeling and you still got the feeling. No, where did you decide? He right. meets you. That's what he did with the prodigal son. He met, met him at a made-up mind. And the Bible says, mm -hmm. and the father saw him far off. And he ran and kissed him. Because he was still smelling like pig's pain. He still had mud all over. Right. He, he still was he right there by the pig's pain. He was right there, but he made a Decision. He and the Bible said he said to himself, and then he arose. Then the father came, ran, and met him yeah. from a distance far off. So you're not as far as you think you Come are. On. You just feel that you're that far. Ooh. Your decisions is this the I gotta say is the measure to your destiny. Mm. It's the measurement to your de your decisions. Wow. You have to make that decision. You override. He didn't say um, he didn't say feel you this day what you're gonna do. He said choose, make a decision. Right. No right. matter how you feel, make a decision. Right. He respects the choice. And oh, this 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 is one of the things in the book that I read it this week that just pretty much. Now we ain't gonna tell the whole book. Yeah, no, yeah, just, no, no. But this that testimony uh -huh. that you shared um, brought me to tears because a lot of times we think um, we have we got to make first of all we got to make the decision. Right. Make the decision. I had some issues on my job. I had to make the decision mm -hmm. to just go ahead on you know do what I had wow. to do there. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And. Um, and I know there's people that's listening right now, y'all. You might be holding on to some things. Um, it could be holding on to some things that the people um, passed away, mm -hmm. and you still might be mad at them. Right. You got to let this stuff go. Yes. And you can forgive it a it, dead person. Yeah, you can forgive them. You can let that go so then you can mm -hmm. prosper. Mm -hmm. And um, one, of the next, one of the things you did in the, um, in the book, Dr. Harvey, if you want to lead them, you said to speak a prayer. Mm -hmm. Did you want to do that? 
Okay. Um, yeah, we can speak in prayer, but the Holy Spirit just impressed on okay. my heart. And I don't, I don't mind sharing the yeah, whole yeah, book. That's yeah. all fine. Um, but he just shared, it's, it's a young lady that's, that's watching us right now, and she was molested by a stepfather, and some of the other probably was molested by their fathers. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it felt like that's something you could, oh, you always say, but that's too hard for me to forgive. No, it's too hard for you to feel the forgiveness, mm. okay? But right now, this is your breakthrough right now. All they got to do is make the decision to forgive. As you make that decision to forgive, the feeling is going to catch up with what you decide. Wow. And so the Lord interrupted this interview just for you today. Yes. I don't know who you are, uh, where you come from, or you watch this on archive or live, whatever. But that person who did do that to you at that age, you make the decision and you get close to your destiny again. Don't, don't, even though they passed away or may be in prison, you make the decision I forgive them, and you watch the new doors that open in your life. You watch the gift that God has given you to come right to your face and start mm. talking to you again like it did before that day happened. God bless you on the decision that you Hallelujah. made. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for that, because I know some folks out there are dealing with things, and thank you for that. And I know this, I believe this young person heard you. Oh, I don't even know if she's young, whoever she okay. is. Yeah. What was doing that? Yes, so this is the um, <laughs> prayer that you have in the book. Um, and that we could all do, I mean, you don't have to, anyone that's here today, don't have to say the name out loud. You can whisper it, but wherever you are, you can say that name. And I, I believe before we even finish this broadcast, because you're making a decision, your healing will begin. Mm-hmm. So you want to go ahead and do that? So we'll do that? Yes. So I can do that? Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> okay. All right. So you can pray with me. Uh, this is a prayer exercise. This is don't let Satan get the advantage of you because he'll, he'll hold you hostage and he'll hold other people who you share this with hostage okay that's how he gets the advantage the advantage means that he have more than before not only he has you but he also has the person that you share it with okay so it says say to say lord i forgive and release from my heart and from my life speak that person's name out whether it's fred harry mary you know say that person's name i hold nothing against them now, by your power, help me to recover and be healed. Free me from Satan's advantages in my life. Amen. Amen. And then say, I take all my dreams back that you have given me. All right? Oh, wow. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Take all my dreams back that you've given me. Wow. Okay. That was just so, such a, that was just powerful. Um, on page 22, this is chapter 5. Defeating pain, Mm -hmm. and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Mm -hmm. This one right here, um, also, this week when I read it. Okay. Um, Anybody that read my book knows some of the things I've been through, but um, this right here um, really, really helped me this week. And it says, I know you've heard no pain, no gain, but I've come to tell you that you can have gain without pain. You may have had an uncle, a neighbor, a friend, or someone you really trust that have deprived and raped you and stole your dignity dignity and life and is still haunting you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the truth. If you fo- this right here what got me. Mm-hmm. Book me right down. Okay. But it lifted me back up. Let me tell you the truth. If you focus on it each time, you are being repeatedly raped. Mm-hmm. Whatever you repeat in thought you repeat an emotion. This right here um, freed me this week. Um, so would you want to um, talk about this a little bit more? Okay. All right. So, um, you know, uh, 
defeating the pain, it's not that you're not going to feel it. It's like, you know, uh, some people can be in a boxing ring and you can hit one person, you can knock them out. You can throw the same jab to the next person, they're still standing. And so you have to know how, what that pain comes for. What's the purpose of that pain? And, and not allow that pain to defeat you mm -hmm. because what hurts the most is the, the results of giving up. Mm -hmm. That what hurts the most. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's going to deal with something they can feel or relate to. But to, to um, defeat the purpose of it, that's, that's the main thing. And so you have to continue what we say from the previous chapter, you know, and about the prayer, to, to mm -hmm. pray these things um, and so that it will not hurt you. Mm -hmm. Pain and hurt, people say, well, that's painful, okay, but this hurts. Mm -hmm. you know, so it hurts is what really, really gets in into, how can I say, uh, uh, changes your focus mm -hmm. on life. People who play football, they, they get pain with something, but they understand what they have to do. Mm -hmm. But they get hurt, that means I'm out the game. Mm -hmm. I'm not playing no more. Right. And you say, well, I'm not playing because I'm pain. I'm playing because I'm, playing I'm hurt. Right. And so hurt um, disables you. Mm. You know, it can put you, uh, put that handicap stick on your forehead. Mm. You know, and you always, you know, uh, have to have special attention or everybody have to cater to you, walk on eggshells around you. And so Jesus said, and, and nothing shall in wise hurt you. It will not disable you. It will not stop you. And we all will have challenges. People say ugly things. People do ugly things. Okay, that's a little bit of pain, but don't let the pain turn into hurt. Hurt. Don't let it turn into hurt. Wow. Hurt is what's damaging. Right. That's what's damaging. It could get you out the game. Mm hmm Get you out the game. Wow. Can't play with hurt. Can't play with hurt. You can, pl you can play under pressure and with pain, but not when you're hurt. Not when you're hurt. Mm hmm mm. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. Okay, so now I'm going to name off some of the, all the rest of the chapters. I didn't want to give all the info because they have to get the book for themselves and then share it with others. And the names of the chapters, then you can go, when we get, when I finish reading the names of the chapters, you can, if you want to talk about anything in that chapter, you can. Okay. Um, chapter six is regaining your focus. Chapter seven, what to do and how to do it. Mm -hmm. Chapter eight, defeating offense. Chapter nine, exercise your conscience. Mm -hmm. Chapter 10, emotional comeback. Mm-hmm. Mm. That one right there. Just when I, when, I, when I said it. And chapter 11, freedom from emotional death. Okay. Any of those would you want to elaborate on before we move on? Wow. There's a lot there. <laughs> yes. And that's, that's why I wanted that's to read those. That's teasing. <laughs> that's teasing. There's a lot there. Okay, uh, let's, let's, let's look at, um, what's that, freedom from emotional death? Yes. Okay. Freedom from emotional, that's what you want me to go, Lord? Yes, okay. All right. So freedom from emotional death. Um, your emotions are given to you for every aspect in life, for relationships, um, for your future, for your present. Uh, let's put it this way, uh, Cain and Abel, mm -hmm. okay? And Abel, Cain rose up to kill Abel, okay? And he rose up because his emotions were out of attack because his brother gave an offering mm -hmm. that was pleasing to God. He got upset about it, mm -hmm. okay? So the first murder. In mankind was over emotional debt. Mm. Well, it was over financial emotions or giving. It was over that, and so he he embraced an emotion. And God told him, He said, "If you do well, you'll prosper. If you don't, sin stand at the door and crouch it. It's waiting for mm. you because it's taking advantage of you with your emotions." So I want to use that because you know money and things 
can cause your emotion to cause you to behave a certain way. And so when somebody comes to you and say, hey, um, uh, loan me $50 to et cetera, et cetera. First thing that comes to your mind, I got bills I got to pay. Mm-hmm. You go straight to debt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. You go okay. straight to debt. Well, I, like, I, can't, I don't have things I got to take care of. So you think about things that you owe when people come to you, you know, to make a financial request. And so that's one of the ways that we do have emotional debt. And then to the point where we love to spend, where we love to splurge, we're not paying attention to the, the, the wealth stewardship of finances. Mm-hmm. We're not paying attention to that. And then the more you learn about finances, the more your emotions come out of the limitations of where you are, where you've been previously. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn more to come out of that. Your, your emotions come alive to opportunities. And um, what's the other word we look for? Streams of income mm-hmm. and things to that degree. Because it's not going to happen just because you prayed and, and, and um, gave a tithe and you know, gave somebody something. It comes through mental practice as well. When Jesus said, um, what Paul basically said in the book of Galatians, he, uh, no, it was in the book of Luke. He said, um, give and it should be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shake together, should man over should man give to your bosom. See, so the same measure that you meet with mm-hmm. all should be measured back to you. But that sounds contradicting. It's like, okay, you said it's going to be good measure, pressed down, shake together, run over, should man give to my bosom. Then he said, to the same degree that I give, it's going to come back to me. But he's talking about a measurement. Mm-hmm. How you see it, how your emotions, how your, your excitement, and how your decisions line up with expectations of God's word. And so you have to make sure that your emotion rises to a higher level where expectations to receive is concerned. Because he said this. He said, when you give, God loves a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Because yeah. you know, hey, I don't, my emotions not attached to no bills, not attached to no overtime, not attached to none of that. My, my emotions is attached to God's principle bringing financial success into my life. And you got to work on that. Because yes. he, he, he asked you to put your emotions in your giving. Mm. So, so if you don't believe that he's faithful in what he said, then you're not going to get happy about it. Right. So you actually say, well, I'm going to do it because you said to do it. He said, don't do it grudgingly. He said, don't do it out of necessity because you got to go to court or you got a parking ticket. Right. And you need me to do it. He said, do it out of a cheerful heart. Yes. He said, if you do that, watch it. He said, I can, I can get you to believe it. Yes. Because wow. you got to have that excitement. Yes. That's, that's so important.